Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome back to Pitchside in partnership with Super Six. Now I've got two very happy bunnies with me today. After we've That's just right. sat here and watched Arsenal win bottle. 3-1, Saka scored a pen. Oh, yeah, that was a bad dream. I had a bad yeah, dream. Yeah, Arsenal won 3-1. Isn't that right, Rory? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lewis is very happy. I don't know why I'm happy, because I want Arsenal to win the league. It's just sad. I, I just I feel so bad for Saka, man. He he didn't have a good game. And that, got, that penalty genuinely could... It, 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 no, look... It's, it's, really, no, it's look, really bad. It's, it's actually really it's bad. It's a 38-game season. The season isn't defined on one moment. But, no, but, but defining moments make a season. But, but... And as much as we all love Saka, and yeah, it's all right going off field, but I don't feel bad for him because there's no excuse for missing the target from a penalty. We, we went in on Salah for saying, as a penalty taker, you have to... You can, a, a save is a save. Yeah. You can't be angry at a save. Or the post, I can, I can yeah, kind of let slide. But it weren't even close, was it? No, it was no. a terrible penalty. I feel like he's pushed it wide because he's gone there in a couple of big penalties. He went that way against Edison and against Allison, And I feel like in his own head, he's gone up. He's second guessing whether the keeper's going to go the right way. And he's yeah. tried to push it too far when into the corner. a safe penalty, because I used to take these all the time. I never missed, actually. <laughs> uh, you pass it in, mm. people say. And that's what he's tried to pass in inside the boot. You get more accuracy rather than hitting across you. Do you not think he went top bins? Like on his recent penalties, none of them were top They're corners. Low, so maybe he went I think, why is he not just down the middle? Mm. Yeah, but in I hindsight, mean, it's so yeah, easy to say that, easy, isn't it? In that. hindsight, I mean, it's so easy to say. Look, let's get it right. He scored some big penalties this season. Off the back of the, the one at the Euros, which he got all that abuse for, you know, he scored some big ones this season, but that one will live yeah. in the memory. I think he's... Ten off. He's definitely... He's definitely um, got rid of the ghost of the Euros, but look, it's a big moment. It's a big penalty, and he's bottled it, shall we say. I don't like this whole narrative of Arsenal. But do you think Arsenal will bottle the league, or do you think, actually, if you look at it... No, on, City, on, on a grand... on a, <sighs> we haven't, You could look at it and say, look, it's four points dropped against West Ham and Liverpool. It's the fact you tune up in those games that's bottling it's the, it. It's the way it's the way it's the, the way you've happened, lost them. It? Yeah, it's not um, like a two-two yeah. comeback and you've no. got a point. That was the result in isolation was a bottle, and like it's one of those. If we'd gone on and lost the city mm. overall because we'd lost, we went to the Etihad and lost, and they won all the rest of the games of the season. For that, I think you'd just be like, fair enough, we just lost to like the better team. But I think results like that, if that's what costs us. Then it's it, a bottle. Well, it is. You that, can't. You can't throw away. Definitely going to cost you. It's just. So, it's, it's just because. Also, Arsenal. You got to remember. Look at when Liverpool technically, you know, bottled it. You could say with City, but Arsenal have led the entire league for the whole season, pretty much. So, yeah. and if they don't win the league, then you have to look at it and be like, "Oh man, that's peak." Yeah. You know what I mean, like. I mean, it, it's it's a shame for you that you've got Man City up against you, but. Yeah, it's, it's been but we're your, not in any it's, other competitions. It's, it's, it's been in your hands for like six months. Now. No other competitions to hold us back. <coughs> if we don't win the league, second and no trophy at the start of the season, you would have said, yeah, we'll 100% take that. But look how far Arsenal have come and said, we'd be disappointed if we finish second now. You mm -hmm. can't, You're in you, the Champions League again. No, but you can't be 2-0 up after 10 minutes against West Ham and not 
get three points. Oh yeah, no, I fully agree. I fully and then, agree. And then still expect to win a league. It's just not going to happen. City, City are probably going to win every game. Now. But do you know what? I think, you know, we've bought against Liverpool, bought against West Ham, but watch us go beat City at the Etihad. <laughs> I think if any, if, look, look, if you looked at this season, stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. You're, more, you're a more optimistic man than me, mate. I think Arsenal go to Etihad and win. I mean, that's the only saving grace is that it is still in our hands. Surely you don't think. I that. honestly do because here's With why. Rob Holding. Here's why. Here's why. You know. Oh yeah, that's why. <laughs> you know. Big teams have lost this year. And it's been a bit of an up, up and down, curvy worthy season. Look at Chelsea, look at Liverpool, look at the Liverpool United result. Strange things have happened. Arsenal could go to City and beat them and then win the league. They, they could, but they it's could. not likely, is it? No, but I, if you don't. You're not even playing well. What's the point of having hope exist in the world if you don't have hope within yourself? That's so insightful, bro. What the heck? That didn't even make oh, sense. Do you want me to just be a negative Nancy and never believe? No. What You know, when, when Arsenal were top of the league, everyone's like, oh, don't get ahead of yourself, don't get ahead of yourself. But it's very rare that Arsenal actually go after a title in the last two decades. So why not get excited? What, a human being getting excited about football? My God forbid. I back Kill this them. so much. How dare they get excited? Just Lewis, take Lewis and Newcastle, hey. for example. Lewis <laughs> and Newcastle, for example. Why should he not celebrate and be happy about Newcastle? Get excited. I don't... Uh, so I mean, boring. Exactly. Why are you arguing with Bunch enjoy. of losers, a lot of you. Why are you arguing with me? I'm arguing at them. <laughs> <laughs> like the imaginary people who disagree with you. They're not imaginary. They're bloody everywhere. They no, I everywhere. agree. Like all the celebration, please, and that. But all I'm saying is, yeah, in, enjoy it and celebrate it, but just be realistic, isn't it? I, I, I will be excited for Champions League football next year again. That's what I've severely missed yeah. in the Emirates. That has been a really, that's a, like a, that's a big thing for not only getting players in, but also for the fans, like having like the Champions League music ring around and like also caring about Europe. Like obviously we'd want to win the Europa League and whatnot. Every yeah, year, that, that is a good point. It, it isn't, it's not got the same No one really cares. Thing about that, it, yeah. do you know what I mean? You're not desperate no. to win it, are you? Yeah. You're not bothered if you go out. Yeah. Who's your standout players from the game, Rory? I thought Declan Rice was very good. We didn't win the midfield battle, which is... I thought Partey had a poor game. Yeah, we did. But Partey and Xhaka always look worse without Zinchenko. And Peter, this is where I, I still don't think people realise how important Zinchenko is in our team. When he comes in. Because as good as... Tini didn't have a bad game, but we just did, we, we never dictate the midfield when Zinchenko's not there. So, But I thought Declan Rice had a great game. I mean, none of our players really had a... I thought our stand... I genuinely thought our stand-up player Jesus was... Um, taken off. Erdegaard. Erdegaard was no, decent. Jesus was our best player, and I don't know. And that's the one big criticism of Arteta that game. I don't know why he took he Jesus off and decided to play a false nine when you're chasing the game. Basically, he must have had a knock or something. Or he's, or he's still not hundred percent. Yeah, there's no reason why he took him off today. I, I made no sense to me. Do you think Odegaard played well? Odegaard did play well. I think, yeah, Odegaard was up there as you, one you of the other best off performers. The gas. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Is the difference between the Arsenal and City is that when Arsenal lose their best centre-back in Saliba and their second-best defender in Zinchenko, who's so critical to the midfield as well, it's actually a big thing for Arsenal. Whereas if City lose, say, Laporte, they've got all these world-class players know, the they can bring that's, in. That's the, that's the nature of the beast, isn't it? They've, they've, they've built that squad up, squad up over five, six years. You're fresh into this So you just want to get excited. This is the start of the beginning for Arsenal. It could be. It could be the start of the end. That would be very, very sad. I won't lie. Speaking of things coming to an end, Lampard out. Hmm. 
I said it last week and I'll say it again. Three games. Drechnikert. He's a terrible manager. Three losses. He's terrible. It's just... No, but no, but everyone's happy around the club, so it doesn't matter. I honestly, I know, I know. You we, might end up being in a relegation battle, but he's a club legend, any lads? So I, I know we joke about it. But I'm I, not joking. I think Bowley's listened to James Corden. No, I think I, I understand the premise of it, but I just I don't understand sacking Potter, paying all that money when was it really gonna like? How bad would it have got with Potter? Would like. The world just fucking ceased to exist if he just finished the season out. I think the, the, the three games that they've just lost under Lampard, Potter doesn't lose all three. No. I thought the performances under Potter were getting better. They were just, they just couldn't get results, which yeah. is one thing that I think you can change. Now the performance is getting even worse. I, yeah. The whole like, I mean, I've never seen a manager bounce have so little. But it was like a... Normally you get a good manager bounce. Literally there's no bounce. It's like a... Like an egg. It's like a dig. It was like an egg falling on the floor. It goes underneath the ground. Yeah. It was like a splat. Yeah. <laughs> splat. Yeah. Bounds. So what 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 do Chelsea need to do? Like, is it obviously this season is a write off? But like, I'm not being funny. Results go wrong. They're in the relegation zone. I mean, realistically, they're not. They're Thirty nine points. They've got no chance of going down. But well, they um, one point for safety. Forty. Well, no. Now someone will go down. We like someone will stay up this season. with like thirty five or something. It's outrageous. Yeah. Um. Well, no, it's not really. They thought he's just a benchmark of you'll definitely not go down yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Brighton battered him. That's the concerning thing, right? Like, it wasn't like a, you know, they previously under Potter, you at least felt like it was, the problem was they just couldn't score a goal. They were creating loads of chances but couldn't score a goal. They got bullied. Evan Ferguson, like, was he still only 18, hitting the bar against them? Yeah. Danny Wilbert, a tough opportunity with the rebound open goal. That was really hard, actually. Oh, yeah, when it comes flying back to him. But he scored a good goal. Matoma. Matoma just ran and ran. And then in. talk about the winning strike. Oh my good. Yeah, but we need yeah, but Kepper man. No, I don't think you can I don't think you can say Okay, it. yeah. It is but, such a good, a good goal. Strike. It's outrageous. I, I agree, but it's every game Chelsea concedes from twenty five yards. It, like nearly every game. There's a longer outside the box. And everyone goes, It's a great strike. It, there's a it can't just be a coincidence that Kepper constantly lets in shots. But then yeah. could you not argue the fact that maybe actually the midfield isn't closing down no, it's, the attacking players? It's, it's yeah. people take more risks of long shots against Chelsea because yeah. he's shit. Checking the managers are telling their players to have strikes. Of course. Hundred percent. I mean, first of all, Brighton scouting again, unbelievable. Like Julio and Caesar, they bought him last summer at eighteen years old from Paraguay. Ten months ago, yeah. He was playing for Libertad de Asuncion. Yeah. Who have they found him? Scouts. But they're, they're, scouts. But the thing is everyone has scouts. People say, Oh, Brighton have got scouts. Every team's got scouts. Yeah. Man United pay an unbelievable amount of scouts. But it's just I don't know, it's just about getting the right ones and But I think as well though crazy. at Man United crazy. they can afford to go and have you know at the at the time, the better players are at the bigger teams, right? So they can probably afford to go and pay for these younger players in different teams, whereas smaller clubs have to look, are forced to look elsewhere. And they've ventured into Paraguay and found a beast. Yeah. Well, they, they, they've, they've been really doing well in South America, haven't they? Brighton, all the Ecuadorian players and stuff. They're... But it's Potter's team that's found him. And it's, no, it's, back... it's smart. Albion used to do it when we had... Um, the, they are the Albion. Uh, what's his name? Christ, he was my fucking academy manager at Albion. He's called... Uh, who, who's your like director of football? 
Uh, Ashworth. Dan, Dan Ashworth, Ashworth, that's yeah. it. So when we had him, we signed players for like 100 grand. Unbelievable. Like, but you don't have to go to big countries or big... You, you'll find hidden gems in Europe, in South America, in... Austra Australia's a country that's coming up at the minute with young players. Frank Wild. Mm -hmm. I think... But, and, and teams like Brighton are more willing to... They're not going to compete going and buying, I don't know, Frankfurt, up-and-coming star. Enzo or, Fernandez. Yeah, or Benfica. Yeah, so they, they're forced to go and find hidden gems, but... It's how again, consistently they do it, though. Well, like, some yeah. Some of the big clubs, you know, we got Martinelli, but that's one of the only ones yeah. I can think of. Whereas it's like three or four a season. Yeah. I feel like those... I'm not going to be naive. Is it just the big clubs are just lazy and they go... Can't be arsed. I'll just go and spend fifty. They definitely million. are because yeah. they just porch, they porch from these like clubs who have done the real work and like pay that, like a big fee because for them that's. Like, don't get me wrong. As much as I do think Mudge and we've spoke about Mudrick and like jokes, whatever. And I, I, he's obviously got ability. And there's obviously we've seen clips of him at Shakhtar. In what world would you go and watch him at Shakhtar or watch him or then watch Matoma and think? But do you know what the the, how, how, how the Mudrick thing is? I think Arsenal. How wasn't Matoma picked up by a big club? I think Arsenal, genuinely for the Mudrick thing, I think Arsenal did the scouting on him, mm -hmm. picked out a price point of which they're willing to pay for his ability. Chelsea come in and see what Arsenal scouted him for, and they go, oh yeah, we, we'll take him. And Arsenal said, look, we we know your ability. We, I just don't think you're actually no. worth more than that. I know, I get that, and I, I completely understand the situation. My point is, well, how much was Matoma bought for? Ooh. Yeah, but you could say that, like, so many hidden gems come through. That but or like, or like this kid, or fucking, or Caicedo. How, how are they? How are, if big clubs like United or whatever, like Rory saying, pay all this money for scouts? How are they not being? Do you not think that also it is due to the, the coaching, club? like at these clubs, like someone like Matoma might not have done well under a Frank Lampard. Like 2.7 mil, it's I mean, he's, all, he's one of the best wingers in the league. The fact he's quite, he's a bit older as well. Yeah. Mm. Is the interesting one with Matoma. It's not like he's, you know, people don't want to take a risk on an 18 year old. I think that, I think for big clubs, there's like fan pressure that the owners are very conscious of. Like, it if, if, if Man United yeah. signed Matoma for 2.7 million, the fans are going to be like, well, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Garnacho. Well, he was through the there. Academy, academy, didn't he? Yeah. They, they bought him from yeah. They bought him into the academy. But even if you look back at when we signed Martinelli, and the like fan reactions to a Sanimala. There are reactions where it's like, oh, who's that? Like, I don't know yeah, who that is. True. And I do think they look at that. And but go, also, well, I think certain bigger clubs have a much better relationship with the fans in terms of bringing players through. If you look at Arsenal, they're, they're, they bring through players a lot and they do it very, very well. But if you look at someone like. Do you? Yeah. All the time we're bringing it's players also, through. We're known for it. Oh, yeah, you do. From the, yeah. from the academy. But it's also a lot harder to break into the first team exactly. if you are one of those players. Yeah, like at Brighton, you're way more likely to get the opportunity than if you're a look at Evan Ferguson. Well, yeah, exactly. But they signed him, didn't they, Evan, Evan Ferguson? I'm not sure. This time a couple of years ago, Evan Ferguson. Did they? I, I don't know. I'm not too he's sure. Not, know, he's Irish, so I'm assuming probably. From... Um, going back to Chelsea, then is for the last three results, is Lampard to blame or was he just put captain of a sinking ship? No, because I don't think they were sinking. I think the performances were getting better, and he's like. Any progress they had made all season, he's just absolutely killed. Yeah, I, 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 it's one of them. I complete. I can see why he's gone, and I don't think he were, was a good fit for Chelsea. But what they were trying to do with the project, I thought he could have really got it right. They never that. should have sacked Tuchel. It's all gone downhill since Bowley got in charge. Why should they never have sacked Tuchel? 
I think he was doing a good job. He was. It wasn't. It wasn't going great, but he was. Going to a Champions League final. Yeah, but that was the year before, wasn't it? Yeah, but I, I, a lot, a lot, a lot. They were more the steady year. under Tuchel. He wasn't. He wasn't now. sacked for footballing reasons, though. Wasn't but he? I also think Tuchel could stand up to the board more, whereas I feel like Lamps is probably not standing up to Todd. That's the thing, and you say he wasn't sacked for football and reasons, stuff like that. For me, that's so ridiculous because it's it like, like it's like literally fo- we're playing football. Yeah. Like that's what it is, and like it's the, yes, they had a bad spree, but he's the manager who's been with the team and knows the players. Yeah. So like, if anyone's going to fix it, surely but it should be him. No, but no, but as as a as a employer, as the owner, if you don't have a good working relationship, or yeah, but actually, as or, the, or, or if it, we don't know what went on. No, we don't. But also as. Todd Bowley, you have your the forefront of your mind must be my football club must succeed on the pitch. Mm-hmm. And if Tuchel's the right man, whether I get on with him or not, you have to have him. But then, uh, yeah, but the reverse of that would be I don't need this guy. There's plenty of other good managers out yeah, but there. But that's delusional. And, and look how and look how that served look how him though. Well, okay, it's gone it's gone it's gone badly with Potter. But in the summer, if they get Enrique, he's, he's, they're laughing, aren't they? And Lampard's just <clears> a filler. Of course he is. Yeah, yeah. He's not standing up. If he gets a few results, you know, yeah, the fans start getting yeah, on board. The worst thing. The worst thing. The is for worst them to thing do well. is if Chelsea start doing well. Oh yeah, it'd be like Ole at Man United <laughs> if, again. Uh, that would be hilarious. If if Chelsea fans are that stupid that you have a few good results and then you want Lampard as your manager, good luck to you. You deserve everything you get. Um, yeah, I think the single biggest problem for Bowley is it just seems like he's trying to appease the fans. Like, once the pressure on Potter out got too much, yeah. he pulled the trigger, despite the fact that he had been insistent the whole way through yeah. that Potter was the right man and it was a process and, and that he knew it was a process and he knew it was going to take a long time. That's a good point. All of that was just, like, completely neutralised when he got rid of Potter. And then bringing in Lampard seemed like another one where it was like, well, the fans love Lampard, so this yeah. will get them on my side again. And it's just backfired again. Is it, it, what am I hearing about this Enzo Fernandez? extension already on his yeah. contract is that true to 2032 yeah so essentially the original contract they had had an optional extension that they could trigger but i think chelsea might be in a bit of financial fair play issues so they're triggering it now which must in some way change the books for them in a way but yeah. it, 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 they'll be, be paying more wages or something surely to end off because of it a 10 yeah. year deal yeah so he's going to get a nine year sentence but how can you Apparently, he's been encouraging them to go get the River Plate manager as well to uh, replace Lampard at the end of the season. So he's might be pulling a little what bit of an Mbappe. What sources are you getting this from? I've just got sources around the footballing world, man. It's my job. You know what? Lewis is like our low-key. He's a uh, Fabrizio. <laughs> he's got messaged him and whatnot. An interesting stat. You obviously Palace, who are one point off a relegation battle recently, are now only three points off Chelsea and are looking... Unreal. Good. No, they weren't one point off of it. They were at one point in a relegation battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, whatever. they were pretty close to relegation. They were getting dragged into. I mean, I've got to apologise to Roy Hodgson. I absolutely got that wildly like, wrong. Not, yeah, I thought it was what? a terrible decision. What? I thought bringing at the time when they got rid of Vieira and brought back Roy Hodgson, I just didn't think it was. Nah, good. I, I made a video. No, I but in in your defence, Roy hasn't necessarily been known as a, a fully attacking, free flowing manager. But no, he hasn't, mate. No, he hasn't. But mate, he managed my club. We used to play really good football, scored loads of goals. Not in terms of 20 shots no, a game. No, he was just standard. brilliant. He's brilliantly defensive in terms of very structured, very I hard scoring games. manager, Roy Hodgson But they still, his team still score goals in attack. But not to the excess of... He kept, he kept Fulham up, uh, off the brink of nowhere. He kept, he, I'm not 
not saying he's a bad manager. I'm just saying he's not known for this being this and attacking. To like, be fair, it's off the back of like the whole Watford thing. It didn't go well, and yeah. I, I didn't think he exited the no, game think, in a nice way. I think Hodgson's a great manager. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. And it's he's, just the game's he's moved got on. So much experience, but he's never been known as a guy that gets. Palace taking twenty five no, shots. Palace in the game. have always had the the players though. They just he's just letting them play now while being rigid and structured defensively, which is how Hodgson's always been. He's perfect for clubs like Palace. That's that's his level. He's also got players like Elise playing very very well. He's letting he's, he's just, unlocked Eze, who's just gone on a tear. Well, the fact, I mean, like, like, Vieira not starting in week in week out just some. Oh, mate, I love Eze. I remember he got injured for like a long long time a mm-hmm. couple of years ago. It was gutting for him. He, he's. Yeah, he needs to be do you, do you, do you in think, England squad. Do, do you think no Zaha is the, the thing that is bringing the best out of Elisa and Eze? No, because Eze plays centre mid. Yeah, but you know how with Zaha in the team, they'll focus everything through Zaha? No, no I'm, I, don't think, I don't think that's true. Think? No, that's not true. I see, I see your point that now that Zaha isn't the focal point of everything that they try and do, yeah, that it's freeing up some of the others more, but... I mean, who knows? With Zaha, they could be doing even better. But I, I, I honestly think, if you look at Palace's fixtures, that I think they finish above Chelsea. Oh, I, I, yeah. I had them above them in my... Um, in my so where does, that, where does that leave Chelsea? Like 11th. Palace top 10? I think I had... When we did the league tower the other day, I'm sure I had Palace I 10th. think you might have, yeah. No, I like, think you had Fulham are 10th at the moment, right? And they've, they're three points ahead of United with the yeah, game. Yeah, Fulham are dropping off, I think, a little bit. No good, Mitrovic. Good win, good win yesterday. Well, my very Chelsea... T- Actually, I've got the photo... Fulham, Fulham had a good win yesterday, but in general, I, I think mean, that middle section of the Premier League is a very, very exciting one for the end of the season. How exciting! Yeah, I don't know. Chelsea are the only team that I just can't see getting a win against anyone. No, have you seen their games till the end of the season? No, literally, there's not I've a single got, one where you'd be like, Chelsea are going to win that. Oh, game. I've got Fulham in 12th, Chelsea in 11th, and Palace in 10th. Well, Chelsea well, I had Fulham losing the week weekend to Everton. Chelsea's next few fixtures are. Brentford, away at Arsenal, away at Bournemouth. They'll beat Brentford. Chelsea at home. I mean, Forest at home. City away, Newcastle at home on the final day of the season. Forest at home is the only game out of them. No, nah, they'll, beat, they'll beat Brentford and Forest at home and they should beat Bournemouth. I don't know I if don't they know will Brentford. beat Brentford, mate. They lost to Wolves. Exactly. You know, as in, Chelsea also lost to Wolves. 1-0, not 2-0. So I Chelsea don't know. I just are going to win 1-0. <laughs> No, I That's just... That's how it works. I look at Chelsea, I think, my God. Like, people are counting Mudrick's assist. It wasn't a Mudrick assist. It was kind of Gallagher assist. It's a Mudrick assist. No one can play football at Chelsea. Why does he say assist then? Only... But you know what I'm saying, like... It's two just, more assists than Anthony Gordon's managed. There's something that's not clicking. They've got too many players. They don't know who their best starting eleven is. Um, have you seen the Mudrick start, though? Oh, hit me with it. Here we go. So no Chelsea players provided more Premier League assists this season than Mudrick. With two, two. Hey, two assists. How bad that is. Yeah. No, how good he is. <laughs> Any time <signing> jam. <laughs> Mate. He's so bad. It is bad. He's the top. He's, he's one of the worst Premier League signings. What are you on about? Mate, the amount that he's paid for him for like a championship level player, the way yeah, he's playing. He's pound. literally a B-Tech Jacob Murphy, mate. If you change his name, give him an English name, whatever, and say he's signed from Barnsley, I wouldn't be surprised by watching him play. Yeah, if he was what? Michael Moore. Like he's just so he's so bang average, mate, and he's like, explain why. 
He just does fuck all, mate. Let's talk about this highlight, okay? His big highlight assist from this last game. It is actually embarrassing that Chelsea fans are sharing this as if it's like some amazing dribble he's done. I look at what Grealish did for Man City and actually dribbling through the team. And that's an, a proper, like, well-played, well, a good winger. Mudrick's just strolled into space and luckily a de deflected goal went in. It's like this. Well, okay, people, okay, but, people are reaching so much. No, to try no, no. And no claim but explain why good. that makes him average. What do you mean? So what's it? I'm saying he's average. I'm, 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 you haven't explained why he's average. Because he's doing average things. That's I'm saying that's a bang average player that people are trying to hide. What else is he meant to do in that situation though? Shoot from 30 no, yards in the well, top I'm, corner. I'm saying, I'm saying, saying, I'm saying when you look he, at... He well, should have done more recently. No, okay, time. when you look at... I'm saying, look at Grealish. He's making things happen. That's a higher than average player. He's making that team click. Mudrick can't, is in, isn't impacting the Chelsea team in the same way. So he's playing like an average midfielder. He's not He's not impacting the team Are like a good midfielder. Are you saying give the ball to Grealish and he'll win you the game, but you couldn't give the ball to Mudrick? Mudrick, yeah, he's, he's hang not on, impacting. Hang on, hang on. This time last year, everyone was slating Grealish, saying he's not he, He's not, He's not. not making anything happen. Not me. He's not beating players. Not me. He, he, he keeps no, but, no, whoa, 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 whoa. He keeps turning around and passing backwards five yards. Now, he's already done, he already did it, though. He's already shown what he can do so in the Premier Mudrick. League. Mudrick, in what league? In the Champions League? No, 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 right. No, in long term, over in a top quality league where you're playing week in, week out, not these one-off Champions League things where, you know, Salah can bag seven goals against Braga, whoever. Like, you, when you're in the Premier League, Grealish was already proven and we knew what he was capable of doing. Mudrick has came over with a price tag so, and, you're, and you're giving him the same sort of respect. No, I haven't at all. Well, you, you picked him up the same amount. <laughs> No, I haven't. You you were picking him up so much. When I he said coming. I think he will be the bollocks. I think he will be. I think the worrying thing based, for me, based on his raw ability, he's got. I don't know if he does. The, the worrying thing for me, if I was a Chelsea fan, is that some of the basics he just doesn't seem to get well. Like he doesn't do well. His first touch isn't great. His finishing, he's had decent chances. That one last week, well, but he just passed it back to the keeper. Before they signed, everyone knew he was a raw player, very raw, very rash, yeah. very erratic. He's only played like a hundred professional games. Nah, thirty six. Yeah. What? He's like 36 No, he's not. Shakhtar, to be it? fair, I don't mind a raw player, though. 100 professional appearances, like yeah. national team as but well. But if, if a player's that raw at like 17 or 18, I don't mind it so much. At 22... He's a year old in the Saka. Yeah. Yeah, 29 games at Shakhtar and uh, 20 games at a couple of long moves as well. Yeah, he's... he's look, it's... Oh, United are one One new up. Anthony. Anthony. Mm, still shit. Um... Yeah, look, he, look, he, he, he might, he may not come good. He might. Not. I just think he's got the the raw ability that you need to succeed in the Premier as a winger. Don't write him off until next season. Don't get me wrong. Up, I think Matoma's better than him, better, better than him. I think there's a lot of wingers better than him in the Prem. His price tag isn't his fault, but he probably would have been better suited going to a Brighton or someone like that instead of a massive club with all the pressure. Less pressure, yeah. He, look, he, he looks devoid of confidence. Um, but so do half the Chelsea squad. But exactly, he's, play, he's playing in a depleted club at the minute. So I think a lot of, a lot of them Chelsea players you can't judge yet, like Madweke, whatever you say his name. Chelsea um, in the summer have to get rid of... Even Enzo Fernandez isn't shining at the minute, but he's a quality centre mid. They just so need to get rid of the players. No, but as soon as they get a system in place, like if they get Enrique in or Nagelsmann, I think then you'll see a massive... At the minute, they're just... There's no fucking... There's, there's, there is absolutely no sense of like direction at the minute with... There's no Lampard. leader at Chelsea. No. They're no just... Leader. They're turning up, training, he picks his 11, they go out and play. You can't tell me they've got like some sort of style or system. There's a reason Jorginho left. Let's put it that way. 
Anyway, I'll, I'll say when you watch Chelsea play compared to other teams, like say teams will pick the pick the ball up in midfield and they'll have a sequence of players' movements and the way the players work, and then if it doesn't work out, they reset, come back and try again. Chelsea just like are so stagnant. It's like there's no, no one has an idea what they're supposed yeah, to do. Every passage of play is off the top of their head. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's open. I'll pass to him. It, it, there's no, there's no, there's no patterns of play, or it's they are just really shit. Yeah. Now, Tom. Something huge is happening this week because it's a double game week in Super 6, which means you have two chances at winning the quarter of a million quid. And also that means... You could win half a million pound then. Oh, if you get both. I was going to say you also have two chances of winning the £100 close football shirt if you join the Pitch 5 Mini League. So you could win £200 worth of classic football shirts? Mate, it's a no-brainer. Join now. Using the link in the description down below and join our Mini League using the code... PTCHS6. Now I'm going to hold my hands up and say something. Okay. I've had a rotter. Which you're usually quite good I'm at predictions. I'm usually quite good at predictions. I'm on four points. I'm on nine. Four. You're on nine? Mm. You get golden goal? Um, no, you don't get a point for that. Oh, is that just a bonus? Mm, that's, that's to decide if, if you're um, tied with someone. I've got zero points in Chelsea, Spurs, Everton. I've got two points for Man City. Didn't get the West Ham Arsenal. And so far, I'm on four points because at the current time of recording, this, United are winning. Yes, same. That's that... why. So I actually might not end up on four points. That's a stinker. Yeah, it's not very good at all, mate. But in my defence, Tom, who would have predicted Bournemouth to beat Spurs yeah. at Spurs? I think even if people have predicted Bournemouth to win, not many would have gone for 3-2. I mean... Who would have predicted 2-1 Brighton? Do you, well, I was going to say, do, do you reckon a lot of people did? I'm sure the I stats did. would be out. Did you actually? Did 2-1 Brighton? Yes. See, this is why you're on nine points. Mm. Do you know what I predicted for the everton Fulham game? Guess. 1-11? Yeah. Same as three, me. To concede three at home under Sean Dyche, that's not great from Everton, I know, but if it? you really squint, the three kind of looks like a zero. Yeah, it does actually look like a 1-0 Everton. Yeah. Um, I was gutted when City conceded. Obviously, yeah, not, like in had... terms of Arsenal winning the league, I want to concede more. But for Super Six, no idea. We had, we both had three 0 on that, and we both had two on all. You basically copied. Well, I I did mine before you. No, you didn't. I think you did copy me. But you know what? I'm, I I I have a feeling I'm going to turn it around in the next game week. Mm. We'll touch on that in a little bit. But I have a feeling I'm going to turn it around in the next game week. I don't. I think it's really hard. The next one. Well, the next one includes Championship games, Champions League games. Mm. It's all kicking off over there. It's Speaking of kicking off, very difficult. City kick off all the time, mate, because they keep scoring goals. No, and the, technically their opponents kick off yeah, all the their time. Opponents technically, kick off. but yeah. Haaland once again proving the robot don't stop. <sighs> He's a joke. KDB's pass into him, but can we talk about the touch and the finish from Haaland? That's outrageous. Yeah, but the way a pass had to be perfect, and it was. It was just yeah, that that was a lovely goal. It was really easy on the eye, wasn't it? That goal. Well, mate, because of that goal, I want to touch on this actually. Because of that goal, KDB setting him up, it. Moves KDB to Haaland in terms of second in the history of goals combined. I've really butchered that. So KDB to Haaland ranks second in Premier League history for most goals with that combination at eight. In one season? Is it it all in one season? It's all in one season, yeah. No, yeah, so it's not all time. Yeah, in one for one season. For one season. For one season, yeah. yeah. But you butchered it, but you got there in the end. And that got me thinking. What is the best Premier League partnership? Now, not necessarily going forward, but also in defence. So we've decided to make our top five 
Premier League partnerships. And it, this, this way I get controversial because are you going to rank a defensive partnership better? A midfield partnership better? A midfield to attack better? Two strikers combining? I think this is a weird one because you could just go very boring and just pick like Google the top five partnerships in terms of pure Actual numbers, stats, goals. Yeah. yeah, but I haven't gone with that. I've gone for like... Bit of eye test in there. Yeah, a bit of... And, and it also doesn't have, like, have to correlate in terms of, I don't know... I don't know how to dis- like we we saw like Cole and Beardsley's got like the most, but first of all that's before our time. But then I think they had one amazing season, mm. not a few. Together. But also you've got to look at it like I I okay so so I want to start with my number five. Okay, so I wanted to put Henri and Burkamp mm-hmm. as a partnership, but actually the best combination was Henri and Perez. Where yeah, they were even on the eye. No, but Henri and Burke and the way they were just... No, because Henri used to drift to the left and they'd overlap. Well, I've got Henri and Perez as number five for me. They're in my, they're in my five. Henri and Perez, because uh, barring the penalty... Uh, that was a very um, <laughs> strange... strange the, barring the penalty when Perez decided not to kick it to Henri. Uh, it could have worked out well, but, you know, we it don't talk have. about... Barring that, they were... Thought, they were mad. They, yeah, unbelievable. Perez curling it every time. It was sad that in the Champions League final, Perez got taken off because that was his last real season for Arsenal mm. before he went to Villarreal. So number five for me, Henri and Perez. Do you want to do your number five? They're my five as well. They're your five as well? Yeah. Is that us agreeing? Mm-hmm. Bloody hell. And we didn't, we didn't discuss this either. Number four for me, this might be a bit crazy. Go on. Terry and Carvalho. Oh, it's a great shout, you know. I haven't even thought of them. The great, the shout. best, one of the best defenses ever in the Premier League. That's actually a really, really good shout. Well done. Thank you, thank you. Who's your number four? <sighs> or should I finish off with the rest of mine? No, we can go back to back. So I'll go. I haven't, I haven't numbered mine. So I'll go. I'll go. David Silva and Sergio Aguero. I've not included them. It, and I know direct, directly they weren't technically a partnership, but I just feel like those two... They had No, no, directly they were. They had like a lot of goals between them. Both. No, but I mean like, I don't know. To, it wasn't York and Cole. Yeah, they're not like a direct partnership, are yeah, they? Yeah, like, yeah, I know what I mean. But I just feel like those two were the staple to those. But then I, I, I didn't put them in because I also thought, oh, they also had Torre. No, I know. Balotelli yeah. in there. But like, you could say that about Omri. Yeah, Pires. I agree. I, I just When you think of partnerships, I, I like people that... Are known as a partnership. You don't think David Silva and Aguero. Mm, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. You think yeah, Ter- I, I, Terry and Carvalho. You think Henri Perez. So I, I, that's fair enough, though. I mean, they are technically they actually are one of the best in terms of stats as well. Mm. Number three for me, Drogba and Lampard. Mate, fourth for me is Terry Carvalho. Third is Drogba Lampard. It's the Chelsea partnerships. Well, in third, I have got. I'm going to go the same. Drogba Lampard. I nearly put them second, but I'm going to put them third. What? Well, okay, second for me is Kane and Son. Oh, yeah. No, they're not in my five. What? No. They're either level or ahead of Drogba and Lampard as a combination now. Wait, they're the only two players that carry Spurs through the last five years. I know, but Kane and Son. Mm, Lampard and Drogba did it to win titles and medals. Oh, yes, yeah, a fair point. But I don't know, they are pretty prolific in terms of partnership. They are, but they're not in my five. Who's your second? Rooney and Ronaldo. I didn't even think about them. I didn't even think. Do you remember that counter-attacking goal against Fulham? Was it Fulham? Bolton. Bolton. There you go. Team in white. 
Oh, Rooney Ronaldo. <laughs> I think. Oh, have they not in my mind? And I know, like, you, you, again, you could, I know that it was more of a trio, wasn't it, with Tevez or yeah. Berbatov, but those those two also are just my child, are just electric. Yeah, no, I, just... yeah. In the total night is for Rooney, Vapors for Ronaldo. Oh. They, they three peated the Premier League like that. He's just, to be honest, yeah, they could have gone first, they but I'm happy higher. with my top choice. I think we might have the same top one. Go on. Three, two, one, Ferdinand and Vidic. Yeah, that's my one as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I think it's hard to I think, yeah, that, argue against it, isn't it? They, they were, just were just impossible to play. They were impossible to play against. Colossal. They scored, got, like, Vidic scored a lot of important goals as well. Um, imagine, imagine, yeah, you're a striker. Oh, who are we playing today? Man, you know, oh, like coming up again. How mm. do you play against Ferdinand and Vidic? You don't, well, Barcelona showed you how to do it. You just don't engage with them, but... Yeah, because you've... Stay you, away from them as much as possible. Yeah, because you've obviously got the, the aggression, the strength, the heading. Also the athleticism of Ferdinand. Of Vidic. But yeah, so then, if you think you're a small nippy wing uh, uh, forward, well, good luck, because you've got Ferdinand who's sweeping behind the pace. And also Vidic is going to beat you up. Yeah, that would not be a fun day at the office. I mean, I'd get... You'd actually get bullied by them. And to go... To, to win three Premier Leagues in a row, both of them just... Uh, Vidic won two Premier League Player of the Years. Um, but imagine going to Old Trafford against Vidic and Werner. Yeah, you won't get... It, it, it's, not, it's not ideal, but it, I, I'm shocked... Unless Kane, you're Torres. Yeah, or Henri, probably. Torres latter years. Did he ever play against them? I don't think he would. For Barcelona? Mm, oh, maybe. Suarez and Sturridge would have turned him inside out. Maybe. Do you, I'm very surprised though, Tom, that Kane and Son aren't in the top, top five. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I was thinking more past. I didn't. You got nostalgia tax in a there. A bit, yeah. A bit of nostalgia tax. If I'm being honest, I'd probably. If I'm being honest, I'd probably put Omri and Perez at fifth, and then Kane and Son at fourth, but and then leave Silver and Aguero out, but. You like the you like the silver Aguero combo, but it, it's more yeah like what they achieve, man. Like, and I get it; it's not Kane and Son's fault that the rest of the team haven't lived up to expectations or whatever, or haven't won. But it's got to count for some mm. that those other partnerships actually led to something. It's all right sticking in thirty goals a season against Stoke and Fulham, but also it, we have to like none of us have included York and Cole. Yeah, but again, York and Suarez Cole, and Sturridge. Yeah. I mean, how can we when we, you know, Suarez and Sturridge was for like one season. <laughs> York and Cole, Lampo, uh, Gerard and Torres. That wouldn't have been a bad one, but again, it led to nothing. Well, it's very hard to put to put partnerships in when. What about Demba Bar and Papasise? Let's move on. Okay, well, if you want to let us know your top five Premier League partnerships with our attacking midfielder, as we said, let us know in the comments down below. But I got some incredible news, Tom. So far in our pitch side mini league, there's over four and a half thousand of you who have joined. So thank you all for joining. We love your support. Keep it coming. We want to hit 5,000 members. How do they join though, Tom? It's very, very simple. All you need to do is download the Super 6 app, create... Free to play. It's obviously free to play. You create an account. You come and click the link to join our mini league, but you need the code, which is Theodore. P-T-C-H-S-6. And you're in. And it's as simple as that. And each, like this week, we've got a double header. We've got yep. midweek and then obviously you've got the weekend. So some weeks you've got two chances. At not not only the jackpot. Quarter of a million. The classic football £100 voucher that you can win for topping our league. Each round, 
Yeah. Mate, I, I love classic football shirts, so £100 They're for actually, there is actually yeah. I mean, like, we're, we've imagine got our like, backdrop. Look at this. Imagine grabbing one of these shirts for free, exactly. just for predicting scores for free. Exactly. Sign up right now using the link in the description down below. Join our mini league using the PTCHS6. It's free to play. you got two shots this week. What more do you want, Tom? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> this week's fixtures. Bit of a crazy one. This is tough. It's crazy. Because you've got Chelsea, Real Madrid in the Champions League. Napoli AC Milan in the Champions League, Millwall Birmingham in the Championship, Bayern Munich City, obviously City currently 3 0 up, Inter Milan Benfica, and finally Middlesbrough Hull. That's in the championship. tough. How do you predict them? What's the toughest out of them? I think Millwall Birmingham. Do you think? Yeah, because. Championships are a lot harder to predict than Champions League, you'd say, wouldn't Yeah, you? and or saying that, maybe like City because the game's dead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you think it is. You think it is. It could end up being 5-0 by Munich. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Honestly, we've had some crazy results predicted and come through so far on Super 6. It's, it's actually pretty mental. Well, I think like 600, sorry, about 660 people predicted the... Um, Bournemouth. Bournemouth game, was it? It was 3-2, uh, wasn't it? 660. It's outrageous. They need, they need locking up. They, they're geniuses, actually. They actually are. And look... Three Super 6 jackpot winners so far this year. You could be the fourth. Use the link in the description down below. Sign up and play for free. Incredibly, there is now 4,500 of you in the pitch side mini league. And obviously, we want to make sure we hit 5,000 as soon as possible. So make sure you sign up right now. And congratulations to Charlie Taylor, who with a whopping 20 points has won this round 100 classic football shirt for obviously winning this round in the pitch side mini league as i said join up now plenty more prizes up for grabs and of course the 250 grand jackpot if you correctly guess the six results each round i'll tell you someone who isn't shit gareth bale oh sorry sorry i got his name wrong marcus tavernier <laughs> he's mm, bollocks i mean i don't know nah, he's a bollocks he had another shot inside gareth bale-esque what, the one that rattled the bar? The one that didn't no, go in. Save. It was saved. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, he's a bollocks. He's really good. He does look good. Why are you why, why are you going mad about a shot that didn't go in? Nah, but he keeps doing it. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he's, I went, he's, the way, the way he scoring. runs with the ball, and a, 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 he's a nightmare for defenders as well. He's a good player. He's a really good player. And the guy, and the lad who scored the winner, he's oh, a good player. Otaro? Otaro? Otaro, yeah. Otaro, yeah, he's really good. That was a composed finish. Solanke's finish as well. 90-odd minute. Mate, Solanke's just been, get, he's been getting better and better each game. It's about time. Are you ready to apologise to Bournemouth? For what? Delete your channel. For Yeah, you, you said if... They stay up, you'll delete your channel. I didn't say that. You did say that. Was it AI? No, I didn't. Was it AI bot? I didn't say that. Was it generated? Well, even the AI didn't say that. Uh, I think it did. I don't think it did. No. If I, you I... want to rewatch the video. <laughs> it's not me. I don't know who that is anyway. Gary O'Neill. No, great job. What a job. What a job. First proper job for him. Yeah, he, is. he sounds exactly like Frank Lampard as well. Yeah. Have you ever heard him say? Have you heard him speak? Yeah. They're probably from a similar area. That's how Were it Bournemouth great? Or were sport, Spurs, sorry, Spurs, just classic bottle jobs. I know it's coming from an Arsenal fan. No, nah, if you, oh, I think if as Bournemouth, if you go away from home to Spurs and win 3-2, all you can do is praise Bournemouth, especially being 2-1 down. Do you know, yeah, but do you not? No, were, that, they, were they two, was it 2-1? No, they, uh, no, no they Bournemoth were. went 2-1 up. They, they were 1-0 down. down. Yeah, they were 1-0 down. down. But not your Spurs, though, at home to Bournemouth and you've lost. That's shocking. That is really bad. 
Yeah. That's no disrespect to Bournemouth, but Spurs are no, pushing for Champions shocking. League. If they are going to push for it and try and get it. Especially when you've just seen Newcastle get battered 3-0 and yeah. you've got that's opened up a great chance for you. Last 10 games, you'll eye up fixtures that you have to get three points, right? Yeah, and, and they'll look at Bournemouth at home they say, we're going to win this. Yeah. And they've lost it. The club's just really toxic at the moment. They would boot... Davinson Sanchez had the worst substitute cameo I've ever seen. Yeah, that is awful for him. Came on. But got, they shouldn't be your own got players. Off, got booed off. Yeah, it's not <laughs> ideal. You can't be doing that. Um, but I just don't know what they're doing. Like, Why not? It's peak on Davison Sanchez, man. He, put, yeah. he does actually... He actually tries. I know. So he had a howler. Not. He had a howler, but he can't be booed. He's one of their longest serving players now as well. Yeah. Oh, Boo-hoo. But I th- I th- the biggest problem they've He's got... He's about 80 grand a week. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest problem they've got is that they've brought in Conte V2. Like they've not nothing has changed since Conte left, other than if anything, it's got worse. Slightly less entertaining press conferences. Do you honestly think that's bad booing him? Yeah, why? People work all week, spend their oh, don't shit no, loads this of money. is bullshit, man. United. Spend shit loads of money to go if they want to boo. It's, let them boo. It's not about the player; it's about the club. It's like, yeah. do you want your team to do better? Is booing going to improve that? No, it makes them feel better though. Sometimes it makes you feel better. No, no, that's fair. No, that's fair enough to be fair. But like, you can't know. No, they use fuck them. Da- they use Davison Sanchez. <laughs> it's all, no, hang on. But it's all right when players get p- applauded and praised. No, mate, a non-stop it, I tell you, chance. I tell you what's wrong with it. The odd time that the fans want to call him knobheads. Oh I'll tell you my what's god! Wrong how with dare, it. how, how dare you. he go home to his twelve-bed mansion and cry into his silk pillows? I tell you what's wrong with it. They use Davison Sanchez as a scapegoat for the whole club. No, they're not. They're just telling yeah, him his were. shit. No, they were using as they were frustrated at the whole club and they took it out on one player. And they're no, they're probably frustrated. A lot of things, but at the time he'd had a stinker and they wanted to let him know, get over it. In a few weeks, if he has a world, they'll all cheer him and clap him, so who cares? He's just classic Spurs fans, don't it? Every fan base nah. does it. They have an rotter and they wanted and to they take you it out. You ate Jacker last year. No, I didn't. I was the one that never did. I was at the game when I was at I was at the game when he got booed off. I said, This ain't right. <laughs> this ain't right. <laughs> and I backed him. Now look I'm, at him. I'm more than okay with fans slating of course players. You are, it's fine, it's fine, it just doesn't help. Like if if, if the What's problem that, yeah, that players have got is confidence issues, getting booed off oh. isn't going to. He won't want to play again, mate. Boo hoo! No, you're it's entitled true. to do it. I just don't think it's useful, mate. Spurs, all Spurs are doing is shooting himself in the foot. Do you know what? And his performances aren't useful either. So I'll <laughs> let him know he's shit. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, and I hope they get relegated. <laughs> uh, you tie. <laughs> uh, has Conte been proven right? Yes. About what? Spurs not getting Champions League. The history of the Tottenham. The history of the Tottenham. Exactly. You can't um, that I don't know. I just think... Uh, he's right know. in the sense that getting rid of him hasn't changed a single thing. Or maybe his shit signings haven't helped. They're on 53 points. Newcastle and United obviously game in hand. Newcastle, Man United are currently beating Forest at the time of recording this. Villa only three points behind Spurs. Brighton four points of two games in hand. Spurs can drop e- uh, Liverpool two games in hand Spurs can drop to eighth mm-hmm. easily not even can they will like Sp- they definitely will Spurs play against Villa I think that's uh, the, like right now you Top cannot see you cannot see Spurs getting a result against Villa no way the way the two of them are playing so yeah I mean I mean if they bottle Europa that's like catastrophic for them even in terms of the finances of the stadium and stuff so you- it'd be entertaining but Obviously, barring Kane, who's actually had one of his better seasons, to be honest, in the Premier League, is is it a collection of a multiple of their leading players have let them down? You know, Son's he's starting to come good now, but I he's been a bit quiet this season. Yeah, I think there's loads of things. They lost Bantenka to injury. Yeah, 
Th- I think that's a massive one. Losing Ben, Tank- like he was their best player apart from Kane for most of the season. So I think losing him is a big one. But I don't know. I just feel like, the, the, I mean, the signings they made in the summer, none of them have come good. No. Which you you look at, they spent what 140 million something like that in the summer. Richarlison again, massive chance at two all to score, missed it. They go down the other end and concede. He hasn't scored a Premier League goal yet. Obviously, Bournemouth with the 95th minute winner, absolute scenes for them. Um, who do you think finishes higher, Bournemouth or Chelsea? Six points. Are you going to say Bournemouth, Bournemouth or Spurs? Um, Chelsea. Really? How was the point gap between them? Yeah, six points. Because uh, Chelsea will beat Bournemouth. Or... I don't know if they will. I honestly don't. Is that at Bournemouth? Nah, nah, to be honest, neither do I. Like, but Chelsea will beat. They'll beat Brentford and Forest at home. I don't know if they will. Bournemouth, Bournemouth will win like two more games or one game. They're 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 safe now, Bournemouth. So they'll be on the beach. (laughs) It is a lovely beach. I did go to. No, not no, not that beach. Who the who in their right mind goes to Bournemouth Beach? Would be on forty grand a week (laughs) and go to Bournemouth Beach. All the Bournemouth players. It's well nice. Yeah, mate. They're gonna go there, aren't they? Instead of fucking where on. You know, actually, there's an area right next to Bournemouth where, like, Harry Redknapp and that, all the footballers live. It's, it's a the, really nice one area, of the most expensive it? areas in the whole of the UK. Yeah, what's it called? It's, um... Comover? Coom- nah, Co- it's... Coodenby? No. Nah, what? it's... Oh. Coodenby? No. It's a little bay. Google a, a rich area in Bournemouth. Yeah, it's beautiful. And oh, there it you go. Nice. Who's going to go to Bournemouth Beach? All of them. <laughs> they don't sit on the beach. Mate, it's such a lovely beach. It's sandy. It's Sandy Beach. Is it? It's called it's got uh, palm trees. Sandy. It's co- no. It's Sa- called Sandy somewhere. Sa- Sa- Sandy. Sa- Sandbanks. 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 That's it. Come on. I fucking know knowledge, man. I know. That's because you. Uh, that's because you've got probably a house there, haven't you? I do. Uh, speaking of clubs that have beaches, Newcastle. The you don't have a beach. What? Do you not? Not a beach on Newcastle. No. You don't have a beach, but you're by the sea. No, that's Sunderland. Whitley Bay. No, that's that's not Newcastle. Though. What? Newcastle doesn't have a beach. Whitley Bay. Yeah, but that's Whitley Bay. Murder. Wait, Newcastle, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you, you What about, Newcastle. where's he running on goal? Yeah. yeah. What on beach goal? is he running what on in goal? What beach is he running on? No, yeah, he goes to Whitley Bay. It's a different place. That's Whitley Bay? Yeah, it's the beach. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, no, it's either that or it might be Blythe. It's probably Blythe. So, like, so Blythe, right. is, Blythe is nearby on the coast. You're telling me, my whole life, oh, so I Newcastle's thought... not on the coast? No. What? No. It's got a river in it. No, I'm questioning myself. No, yeah, there's a river that'll feed Mate, into the no, sea. Wait, Newcastle, no, I, I, I no, didn't no, know. No, no, so my whole life's been a lot. I thought Santiago Munez ran on Newcastle Beach. Ah, he would have been in Blythe. Is that not. So Blythe is like right next to like Newcastle, town, essentially, right? but it's like a town. Oh, it's it's not a town in Newcastle, though. No. You can't have a town in a city. Mate, it's by the beach. It's not by the. Newcastle's in It's by the sea. No, that's. The Blythe is on the beach, man. No, that's. North Shields, South Shields, Tynemouth, Whitley Bay. So, zoom out. Yeah, it's there, look. Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, you're right. So, yeah. We'll go to a Blythe Spartans. Sunderland's by the sea. Or, uh, no, not a nice beach, no. Sunderland by the sea? Not nice. <laughs> what isn't? Sunderland's beach. But it's He's just saying that because it's... Look, either way, Newcastle got absolutely royally <laughs> fudge-caked by Aston Villa. Sorry, say that again. Fudge-caked. Say that, what happened? Newcastle got destroyed... <sighs> Beaten sideways. Ollie Watkins took him to town. Nick Pope got humbled. He should have saved who, him. Who else got humbled? Trippier, Shaw, Botman, Burn. Anyone else? Oh, Bruno Anyone else? Wilson. 
Isaac. All right, I will then. Max. Anyone else you can think of? Not really content. Almiron. Jacob Murphy. Anyone else? Even John Joe Shelf. He don't play for him anymore, but he got humbled. Eddie Howe. Lewis Bowden. Humbled by? Ah. Uh, Do you know what the thing uh, is, though? It weren't even like you was on Your that. shit. No, Villa, Villa outperformed you. So, it was a domination. It was embarrassing. It was a fluke. Oh. It was a one-off fluke. And you had the, the cheek to claim you're a bigger club than Villa. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Look, I... No, 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 no. Right, okay. Name me a Villa go. legend except from a bong the whore. What? Name me a villain legend. Name me, name me someone uh, who's renowned. Gary Barry. John Carew. Amazing. You see what I mean? Stylian Newcastle. Newcastle uh, when, when on, what, what about, the, what about the, uh, the players who won the European Cup? Name one. I, I don't know them. So there you are. Oh, so fucking worldwide known. You don't even, can't even name one. The thing that what? makes you a big club, the thing that makes you a big club for me isn't about trophies and shit. Because if, if you're a Man City, you can buy them all. Which is what they've done. Uh, like you're, I think, like you're I about think, to do. No, I but think Lewis, I, United are a bigger club than City. Yeah. United are big. United got trophies, got more trophies than City. Yeah, they have, but they've also got the international presence. Like Newcastle have a history that's not, that's not including with winning trophies. Yeah, but yeah we have Bobby Robson, fans? we have Alan Shearer. Eh? Who do you think's got more fans? I don't know, mate. It's I'm, not close. I've really done a survey. It's not close. Not think, e I, it's not even remotely close. I, think, I, think I promise you it's not. Villa are huge in Estonia. Like <laughs> they've won the Euro they've won the European Cup. <laughs> yeah, but also Santiago Mendes. They, they've won the European Cup. I understand that. But okay, okay, right, so cool. if Newcastle win the Champions League next year, are we a bigger club? Because for me for me, right, you No, can because buy you don't you don't it's like City, you don't win win a title and then suddenly you become this big club. You, you win them and then uh, the fans and the, the size of the club increasing because of due but, to that. For, not for me. You d for me, it's not down to trophies. It's about just the club's yeah, presence in general that, and the general state of football. Yeah, but you would say that because yeah, it helps your argument. Okay, well, think Newcastle never won any trophies. Still have this amount of presence in the in the club. This much push behind. Be fans. Because you're only got one a, team in your city. One, yeah, of course, city. it's an advantage to be a one team city. But it's a fact that your only we fans still are from Newcastle. Yeah, but we've been there through thick and thin, no matter what. Because you've no only got trophies. one team to support. Who else are they going to support? Whitley Bay FC? I'm not... Blow Spartans, Blow Spartans are good, man. I don't see any of you showing up this when Matt, Mike Ashley was in charge in the championship. Oh, Cosby showed up. That's a myth. We, we sold That's a out. Myth. That's a, we, show, we sold out all the time in the championship. You did not. Yes, we did. You no, did not. Did, no, did. we did. People just used photos of an empty St. James's Park either during when we were um, not turning up to the right, game. How many, how many people went during the 90s? <laughs> no, no, what was it? Like when we were <laughs> protesting. How many people, how many, <laughs> during when we just weren't turning up. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, well, how many people turned up during the, uh, during the 2021 season? No we one. We sell. What do you mean? Twenty. We. No oh, one. you're about COVID. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> was it 1920 and 2021 as well? Don't know. Either way, no, you please, got, please, please educate yourself. Yeah, you got no, humbled. No, mate. I just disagree, man. Villa. How? What? No, you can't disagree. <laughs> I just am. Okay. <laughs> I just disagree. Villa are a bigger club than Newcastle. It's not close. No. Look, what? lads, we have to move on. Agree to disagree because we need to talk about Ollie Watkins. Mm. If he could finish, he'd be the best striker in the world. He did. He. Oh, here's a fact for you. Hit that game against Newcastle. Did you say this earlier? Yeah. I'll take it as my own. The game against Newcastle was the first time he scored more than one goal in a game this season. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, one reeled actually, off as well. Considering he scored like 15 goals, it shows how consistently he has yeah. scored. Put him away. 11 or 12 since the restart, I think it is, is it? Yeah, only Haaland scored more, I think. Since oh, because since of the brace. I think they're pretty close, though. 
Yeah, but would, Haaland has would scored Would you more. take, say, the Euros is now or next year, Kane, Tony, Tony Watkins. and Watkins? Yeah. No Callum Wilson? No. no, no not on form. Hmm. Not even form. He's just not better than the other two. <laughs> We've done this before, man. He's not. Uh, Pre-World Cup he was. Oh, well, look, let's, stay, let's stay on Villa. Let's, yeah. I'm fed up yeah, yeah. talking about Newcastle. Are Villa in a top four race? Can they get Europe? Top four, top six? They, they won't be able to get top, top four. Top six, definitely. Do you think? Genuinely. Top, top six, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think they finish sixth? Uh, yeah, maybe even fifth. I've got them sixth. Have you? Yeah. Funny that. Four's, top four is going to be a stretch. The good thing is they play all of the teams around them before the end of the season. Imagine if someone at the start of the season called Villa to get sixth. Mate, it's just doing Naima, isn't it? Imagine. Europa League is his competition. I, got, would I you don't know what the odds are, right? but I, I would put a bet on Aston Villa winning Europa League next season. That would be pretty cool. Would you say at the start of the season, if someone said Aston Villa to finish sixth and they finish sixth, that's a pretty genius move? Uh, I think at the start of the season, you might have looked at the squad and thought that was... You have to have decent ball knowledge to call it that early mm. on. Mm, uh, interesting, yeah. Very smart. Mm. Very smart, actually. Borderline mm, yeah. genius level. I didn't call it, personally. The I reason... Know. I did. The <laughs> reason you were slighted, and rightfully so, was because of... So I looked at the people's squads. I saw that squad. I saw it had potential. It didn't matter who's in it charge. Does, it doesn't matter you, you who's in charge. You no, see, no, you look no, at the, no, the, right. the manager ain't going out you there fucking right. kicking a ball for them. You look at the players and you think if, if they got the right geezer in charge, they could do well. Precisely. So if you were, and just, I knew, if you were just going on the squad, you'd say Chelsea should be in the top four, but they're not. No, because they're all shit. But they're not. <laughs> Mate, have you seen Wendia? What? John McGinn. Mate. Oh my God. No. <laughs> At the start of the season, when you predicted that, it was, it was stupid and you were laughed at because Gerald was in charge and it was proven right. They were like fourth bottom. Now, look at, now look at them. Who's you, laughing? You can't take I'm anything away from him. He, he was I'm right. Not. I was I'm right. explaining why you were slated. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. You lot were looking so in the box. I looked outside the box. You're so narrow-minded. I saw the potential of Aston Villa. <laughs> And he, now saw, the, he saw Unai Emery being yeah. appointed. I could see it was, it was, yeah, it was perfect it. for the role. Yeah. yeah. I saw I saw Sean Dyche going to Everton seven months before it happened. <laughs> no, I said you it. didn't. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> no, I played a kid. Please, let's not do it again. <laughs> he did. I did. He did. I do you, Unai Emery has to get so much credit, though. Because well, yeah. even players that were, like Tyrone Mings was looking awful. John McGinn Left was looking back. poor. Moreno? Yeah, Moreno's come yeah. through unbelievable. I think like the the credit that has to go to him for the system because even now when they're getting injuries like to players like Leon Bailey. Do you, yeah. do you think Emery's got a shout out manager of the season? <sighs> if you yeah, get him in yeah. the top four, get, yeah. I mean top four. Top six, would he get a shout? <sighs> top six would be tough. It depends. It, depends, it still depends on whether or not it'll Arsenal just, win the league. It'll, it'll be whoever wins the league. Right, and get top four. If, if City it, win the league and Villa get fourth, he'll win it. Fifth. No, I think Pep will get it. Oh. Thing is, about if City go and win the FA Cup in the Champions League as well. Oh, so you end up winning a treble. I think I'll cry. Yeah, it'd be, Why? It'd be vile. Because it, it's meant to be Arsenal season. <laughs> is it? Yeah, because they sit you in Champions League and ask, like, it's like, all right, cool, they did it finally. Arsenal in the Premier League, everyone's like, wow, that's sick. Mate, the way they're playing and how how and they just punished how teams. beatable the Champions League is at the minute. I wouldn't put it past them. The, the Real Madrid are the only team that can stop them. I can't see Madrid beating City. Well, I, I, see them I Madrid. can. The, the only thing that I can, the reason I could see it happening is just the experience. It's the fact that City still haven't won a Champions League. They've still got that like. Yeah, nagging. and also Yaya hasn't lifted the curse. Well, we don't know that. Imagine, <laughs> imagine he comes out before the. Before Wasn't the it final. a ten-year curse? But imagine before the final, he goes, 
Just so you realise I lifted it last night. Wasn't it a 10 year curse anyway? Isn't it up? Is it 10? Yeah, but maybe he's gone. Um, he had an option to extend it by a year. Mm, true. That close. He might have triggered So it. if Villa finished fourth, yeah, say hypothetically Villa finished fourth, who misses out on top four? It would be Newcastle. It could be Newcastle and United. I think if Man United beat... Brighton, that would be amazing. If, if Man United beat Forest today, I think that's huge for them. Are they still 1-0 They're up? They're still 1-0 up. But, but give it, it's 1-0 at half-time, but given how like fragile that lineup that they just set up was, if they can still get a win away at Forest, I think... Oh, 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 I think United can get away with injuries as long as Casemiro plays. If you don't get a red card again. He's that important Now Liverpool them. not in with a shout of top four, top six? No, no. Nah. Even though they got that result against us last week, I still I, I don't think they've got it. No, they they they're shocking. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they lost to Leeds. It's not like enough that. time. Like I don't think everyone above them are going to drop enough points for them yeah. to catch. Up. And what I quite yeah. like about the end of the season is that all the top half of the table are sort of playing each other, and all the bottom half of the table are playing each other. Yeah, so they are. Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. every result, every team has every game they play is so important because it's basically six pointers all round. You seen the probability percentages of top four? It's like Newcastle, Man United on like eight high eighties, and then like Brighton on ten percent, and everyone else is like below eight percent. Really? Yeah. So like they're trying pretty much Newcastle and Man United shouldn't bottle it. Bottle it. Yeah. But that's football at the end of the day. And Champions League football will be welcomed back to Arsenal, Newcastle, and Man United. What? Yeah, they always end up in the Europa League, don't they? <laughs> Man United were literally in the Champions League this season. What did they play the majority of their games in? Europa League. No, you're not. We're Europa League this season. They're in the Europa League now. Yeah, because they got ready. They got knocked out. Yeah. They did. This season they didn't. They came second in their group. That was why they had to play Barcelona, who did get relegated. That double leg against Barcelona was. Where did they finish in the league? Don't don't try and don't try and like count the fuck my brain. They finished. They finished sixth last year. They were awful. Don't try and count the back. It was, yeah, it was a sick. It was yes, Tom, did you're I in my head. You're in my head. City, Liverpool, I need Chelsea, to back Spurs. Myself. Thank you, Rory. Yeah, you're welcome. Why did I, I need to I back them? myself more. I know more ball knowledge than Tom. The season before, I think they might have dropped. The National were fifth. Oh, for what? Oh, why did I thought they okay, came mate. third last year? Everybody no. makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Who came third for? last year? Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea and then Spurs. Spurs and Arsenal fought for the top four. Oh, right? my God. Spurs got over Arsenal. I had no recollection of that. I know, man, it's a crazy time in a crazy world. Speaking of crazy things, a lot of beef, shall we say, has been Oof. happening on social media at the moment. Mm. Speaking of which, I think it was Ferdinand, Carragher, Carragher. Neville. Carragher came out. Mainly Carragher. He started it. Big Jamie Carragher. He was right. Eagles. Now, they've been arguing about who's the best Premier League centre-back of all time. And we are here to pass judgment and tell you with our top five best Premier League centre-backs of all time. Now, everyone has opinions. Get over it. <laughs> you know, no one's wrong, no one's right. It's football. That is true. Mm -hmm. You know? And it also depends how, how you personally rate or rank players. Yeah. Some people think trophies are really important. That's okay. Some people think it's all about ability. Some people think goals longevity. count for nothings. Longevity. Exactly. Mm. You said Harlan, but don't. All he has to score goals, so he can't be the best player in the world. I didn't say that. Mm, you did. Anyways, Rory, have you got your top five Premier League centre-backs right there for us? I do. I do. Uh, off the off the dome, but it's uh, for me. John, start, start with five. Start with five. Yeah. So five, Nemanja Vidić. Four, Vincent Company. Ooh. Three, Sol Campbell. Two, Rio Ferdinand, and one, 
Jonathan Terry. Oh, <gasps> Sol Campbell third. Don't disrespect yeah. Sol Campbell. Over oh, 500 oh, appearances. Absolutely. 500 appearances. Oh. Invincible. Multiple oh. Premier Leagues. <laughs> Mate, why does Sol Campbell get so I, I will not tolerate such disrespect for Sol Campbell. Saw him in a yeah. jazz club in Majev once. And he's a strange bloke. He is yeah. strange. Uh, if, strange. It, if, it, if it was for off-the-pitch activity, Going he'd be nowhere near. Going missing a few games every now and again. Weirdo, but... Look, Sol Campbell was very good for... Unbelievable. He ain't touching a top five centre-back. He's got over 500 appearances, man. So? <laughs> Multiple Premier Leagues. Undefeated defender. Name another centre-back. Called Sol Campbell. <laughs> Who did it? Okay, you, you done me there. I am trumped. <laughs> Colo Torre. Pascal de Sugan. Uh, Philip Sender. Anyway, that's my five, and uh, I think that's a good five. Yeah, Tom. He was the top two again. Uh, uh, Rio two and Terry one. Terry one? Yeah, Terry one. So no Virgil van Dijk in there? No. Interesting. That is going to cause a lot of people to get angry. Yeah, well. Are you going to go there? No, I'll go last. Oh. I want Mr. Ball Knowledge himself <laughs> to talk to me about his. Why have you taken my thing? No, no, it's, it's well, fine, oh, that's my little fiddly toy. Well, um, <laughs> so, okay. I mean, uh, I don't really know how you... I, I thought it's I'm an interesting... trying interest... to work out how you... How you... But you've also got company in so there. You, mm-hmm. You've got mainly longevity, haven't you? Mainly longevity, yeah. yeah. But why company? He's unbelievable. As a, as a leader, he like if you're looking at one player that transformed that City team to being the top level, for me, it's him. Very true. I'll speak Other big players, David Silver and Yaya Torre, Guerrero. but but yeah. But for me, Vincent Alano. Company is yeah. I had I had forgotten about Alana. Not about Rubino anymore, actually. No. Right. No. So, so mine are a mix of. Don't start. Don't start no, no. making excuses for your top five already, <laughs> They're mate. Not excuses. Pre, Sounds pre, like you're making excuses. I'm, not, I'm just. I'm. I'm saying. I don't read. I don't mind if you've played in the league for 15 years. I'd rather a player who was better for three. Okay. Okay, I've got Ledley King at number five. Oh, gee. <laughs> Ledley King was. Mate, do you know what you're doing l- right here? <laughs> All you're doing here is just farming Tom W comments. Le- oh my no, god, I Tom! I oh my god, Tom! You know such ball. You know such Sol Campbell blah, 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 was not blah, 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 a better centre half than Ledley King. Yeah, yes, yes, he was. No, he everyone wasn't. Everyone loves banging yeah. on about how good Ledley King was. So, how good? Le- and everyone goes. Everyone bangs on about. Oh yeah, you know ball if you put skulls over Gerrard, mate. King is not top five Premier League centre-backs of all time. Yes, yeah. he was really good, but you're over-hyping him so you'll, much. You'll I'm sorry, the, but you are. You'll drop you're, the... you're, you're farming TikTok comments to <laughs> say like, oh, Tom Dub, Tom Dub, come on, Tom Dub. He's not five top five Premier League. What are you on about? No, I'm speaking such facts. It's you'll, you'll drop the... Do you the, remember um, watching Lindley King play? Yeah, I remember seeing him on the fucking sideline, benched because he's injured. Yeah, you'll not drop sure. the... If it wasn't for injury. And if it wasn't for injury... I'm not talking... I haven't mentioned injury once. No, no, but... Should do. He'd, he'd, he'd get man of the match every week. Listen to all the strikers. Top who, who, five. Henri named him the best centre-half he played against. Top five of all time. Yeah. Four is Vidic. Three, Ferdinand. Two, Van Dijk. One, Terry. So you're putting Van, Van Dijk. Dijk's actually a peak the best. I agree. But, 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 he, but, he, but he... Terry's, Terry's leadership, longevity, and overall edges it. He also had... Captain the best. And he was also one of the most underrated on the ball centre half ever. Also captain the best defence pretty much. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was the, and yeah, he was hundred percent. Yeah. I think again, if you if you if all you talk if, if all you care about is pure trophies and longevity, then yeah, Van Dyke probably doesn't go over Ferdinand or or Vidic, but he's just a better player but I think than we are, I think people a lot of people love to under 
sell how good Ferdinand was as well. I oh, know Ferdinand was unbelievable. So good. Man. The thing with the peak thing is that it's like Van Dyke's peak was eighteen months, and don't get me wrong, he would have. No, it was. It was. It wasn't. His absolute peak was about eighteen months. Nah. He was already one of the best centre-halves in the world when Liverpool signed him for £80 million. That's why they spent £80 million on him. Yeah, but at that point, he wasn't comparable He was like one of the best centre-halves in the league. He, was already, he got in the Premier League team of the year for Southampton. How yeah. ridiculous is that? Mm. Yeah, there, There's this big myth about Van Dijk that, well, he's only had two good years at Liverpool. Well, no, he had them. I because think he's probably he'd had already, four. He's had like, yeah, a, a good four years at the top. He nearly won a Ballon d'Or over Messi when Messi was like, not like past his best. We're talking 2018. He's only like seven votes of winning a Ballon d'Or. That is fucking mental against the best player of all time. We're talking about a centre half here. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> um, Look, let me give you the actual top five. Oh, okay. this is going to be so stinky. If Sol Campbell's in here, leave. I think you're doing very, you're being very I disrespectful. I think you're being disrespectful. You're being disrespectful. You just, mate. He, if you look at all the lists of best He backs, treated the ball like a top, bomb. He's top three in everyone's. He's top potato and he gets the ball. So disrespectful. <laughs> so, so disrespectful. Ledley King was like a fucking Rolls Royce. How many trophies did he win? Oh yeah, there we go, yeah. How many? No, 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 yeah, no, you're how right. How many did he win? One. And how many leagues did he get undefeated in? Yeah, sorry, you're right, yeah. Thank so, Carlo Torres is better than uh, all these players because he went undefeated in the league. Fucking two right as well. Okay, so you better be number one then. <laughs> right, number five for me is Virgil van Dijk. Oh. Oh, yeah, I'm not mad at that. And I think, you know, he could just he can just keep going up if he well, no, goes I... back to how he used to be. Yeah, which is probably he, His standards me. have dropped a little bit, but you yeah. have to remember his standards were stupidly high. Yeah. Van Dijk, five. Number four, Vidic. Yeah. Number three, Sol Campbell. <laughs> Number two, Rio Ferdinand. <laughs> Number one, John Terry. Yeah, similar to mine, to be fair. I think I just had company instead of uh, Van Dijk. Yep. Yeah. But Terry I, I rate, I rate your list. I think that's a good list. 503 appearances, 154 clean sheets for Sol Campbell. Look, he was a very good defender, but fuck me. Three How can my... you watch him and then watch Van Dijk or... or Three of or the top Vidic. five you think are he's English. Better than cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mate, was, I don't think you realise how good Sol Campbell was. Right. I, Lewis, I, have you I, got one? I vividly remember. Lewis, yeah. Oh, God. Mine's actually good. And you just have all missed a very clear one. Oh, there we go. So, oh, but wait, can I, sorry, can if I just you say Sven really, Botman, really, really I video. resign. I just want to say I didn't put company in my top five. Because he was dog mm. shit. No, no, not because of that. <laughs> because I just... Company's not better than... Uh, no, he's five. He's not. No, he could score good goals, so... Good point. He scored one. So, number five, company. <laughs> Good shout. I agree with that. Show me Van Dyke scoring a screamer from 35 yards and then you'll can get number five. He's a, uh, defender. He's a centre-back. He's not meant to do that. Yeah, yeah that's why he's number so, five, mate. Doing the impossible. Uh, number four, Vidic. Now third. Someone I think that's <laughs> being overlooked here. Stones. What? Let of me, all time? Let me see. Okay. Stones, completely different kind of defender here. This guy is someone who can play out on the right and also the sort of next generation nah, of centre-backs that we're seeing. He literally can now contribute to the attack. He moves into CDM and then rotates back around. I like to see any of these other players do that. It's like more, it's a new take on what the centre-back is. Like You're Guardiola's making my brain doing. hurt. 
And I think when you look back... Last season, he weren't even starting for City. No, nah, when you look back on this Man City squad and see how, how pivotal Stones is in their system, moving uh, moving into CDM and holding that position, and moving, being right back moving into CDM, like, I think he's being overlooked. <laughs> It's not as, it's, I don't hate it. I think if you'd squeezed him in at fifth, maybe. I think You're third, putting him third on the all-time Premier League centre-back. I think third is... Yeah. Nah, is... I, think, I think it's a bit too... Mate, I think Stone's one of the best defenders in the world, especially, <clears throat> especially at the minute, but I think it's a bit soon. It may, may be too soon, but I think like even a few more... He's only going to keep continuing in this role and you do more. You don't know that, though, do you? You're predicting he's going to do that. That's you silly. can't put Stone's third all-time Premier League centre-back. I, I, I really like him. Maybe, like maybe it. a tad too high, but definitely in the top five. Uh, second, I went for Terry second and Ferdinand first. Why? For me. I've just always been a Ferdinand guy, like even through my childhood. So maybe maybe, that's some, form of, maybe that's some form of just bias, but I just wait, always wait, looked yeah. at that Ferdinand Village partnership was just, it irritated me so much. So you've Question got life, but like, you've it's got so good. John Stones third mm -hmm. and Van Dyke not in the top five. And no Sol no, Campbell. No. No, no, Sol Campbell, so, believe it or not. Wait, no, let me just, let me like just, put, this, Dyke, let me just put this straight. Stone's third, mm -hmm. Van Dyke not in our top five. Yes. That's mental. Did you see why we, do you see why we get hate comments? No, no, this is the thing, right? I you think, see I why think, people I think, call I you think, stupid specky magpie Goggles, twat. thank you very <laughs> much. I think you're going to see rare W here for Stones because oh. I'm telling you, the next four, like, no, evolution no, of Lewis, the centre-back. You know how much I love Johnny Stones, but... No one in their right mind would say he's been better or had a better career so far than Van Dyke. He just hasn't. Like maybe not a better career, but he's been a better player. Sorry, maybe. No. Oh, come on, mm. come on, bro. Van Dyke was like untouchable. I'm for, looking like, at three which, which centre back do I want? Yeah, we're not. Yeah, but okay. So okay, we, we, we right now you tick stones over Terry, so put him put him above Terry. I feel like the only thing with Van Dyke is that the only measurement that puts him at the top is at his peak. Uh, like if you rated them all at their peak, who was the best? Whereas if you take everything else into it, longevity, trophies won, all of that, I know, but it, he, he, it drops him out like, quite a lot. If you, yeah, if no, you, I'm not including Stones. That's in why it, I but, put Van Dyke. But, but why does he though? He's won a Champions League. He's won every trophy possible. I know, but he's yeah, but, like having this dip now. Like, say, Company was like the he, general. He tore his ACL, center, mate. Yeah, it's all right. Not now. No, what? No, not never all right to you. Yeah, obviously, no. obviously, it's not like a helpful, but I can't though. start it's taking a career in, ending injury. No, no, of course, it's like a massive one, but I'm just, I can't he's still start got in the world. He's still got in the, uh, the world team of the year last year. Yeah, I'm oh, just no, saying, I'm not why? saying he's a bad defender. It's like, it's an extremely difficult list to make, realistically. There's so many good centre backs. Stones in there, mate. I, I just mate, think I love Stones. he's got no weaknesses to his game, and he was un he was absolutely untouchable. He's, he, he is the best we've seen in the league. He just is. And he assisted Martinelli last week. Yeah, he did. So you can do it at both ends. Mm. <laughs> there you are, boys. I put John, John Terry above everyone for me. Yeah, I'm not mad at him putting so Ferdinand. We, we all had we all had Ferdinand and Terry top two. If right? I was really honest with myself, no, like, I didn't. Did not? Did not? Oh, you had Van Dyke in second. Ah, yeah. Wait, if, so who was who dropped? Who did you have first? Uh, Terry. And you dropped Ferdinand out. No, no, Ferdinand's third. Yeah, yeah. So Ferdinand wasn't in your top two. No. Okay, well, let us know who had the best top five Premier League centre-backs of all time. And also, let us know in the comments. And let us know why it was me. And let us know why it was me. It was me. I think, I think it was, could have been a common C-O-W. <laughs> don't let it simmer like that. Let me cook, boys. <laughs> let us know yours in the comments down below as well. At least we know Lucy's was bottom. Yes. I'm getting rare W here. I feel it in my soul. <laughs> you're, you're very deluded. Okay. Deluded Lewis, we call him. Thank you. DL. <laughs> what, what are we going to next? Uh, boot. Nah, boot, 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 boot. Why? Okay, quiz. Boot. 
quiz. I've mm. gone on for a while. Yeah, we are going. I've got to do Let's pitch. Let's just into the quiz. Yeah. Oh, it's the most wonderful time of, of the, the pod. It's quiz time. We're not in sync. We need to get a little jingle. Lewis, I thought you were planning on getting a jingle for us. Where is that happening? A quiz. Hit a note there. That's awful. Uh, uh, whoa, no, whoa. Before, before you start a jingle for that, fucking sort me a fob out for this uh, uh, building. No. And... You will never leave. Oh, yeah. I see yeah. Ha- he's hanging around the alley most days. Yeah, stop asking for keys, man. Well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, quiz time. So, can I get a buzzer noise from everyone? Marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did it half time today. So I'm running the London Marathon, guys. Follow me on Strava and in Instagram and bio to donate. Nice. Raise money for a great cause. So, um, football. Nice. Bottled. <sighs> okay, then. Question number one. Spurs played Bournemouth. But who scored the winner in the reverse fixture after a fight back from 2-0 down? Mar- Danjuma? No. Marathon. Son. No. Kane. No. Okay, give us a clue. Oh, football. Uh, Dyer. No. Bottled. Hoybier. N- no, there's a clue coming, like. Um, yeah, I'm ready for Here we go. Um, currently injured. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Marathon. Ben Tanker. 1.2. Theo. Patience well, is a virtue, is. guys. Patience is a virtue. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> James Madison could have become just the third player to score in three consecutive visits to the Etihad Stadium after who from either... You can only guess one of these because they're pretty hard. Uh, From either 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008... Marathon. Thierry Henry. No. Realistically, you're only going to guess one of them. So you're saying two players have scored on three consecutive trips. Mm -hmm. But how did they do it? And it's in those seasons. Look, how did they do it at the Etihad when it didn't exist in 0405? It did. It did? It didn't. Yes, it did. It must have, yeah. No, it didn't. He's read it. No, No. the Commonwealth Games were in 04. They got the stadium in 05-ish. About, yeah, about 04, 05. I don't know. 2003, the Etihad was built. Yeah, but when did City take over it? Well, they would have had it straight away. No, they didn't. They had it after the games. Yes, it was 04. I think 04, 05 was the first season. Must have been. Anyways, who did it? I went to it in 04, 05, so it was definitely there. Bottled. Wayne Rooney. No. Um, Robbie Fowler. No. Okay, okay give us the cl- g- yeah, give us the era we're looking at. So, no, the clue is, because uh, the first one you're not going to get, but he is Australian. Football. Marathon. Football. Viduka. No. Bottle. That was me. Marathon. Oh, it's either one or two. Is it Harry Kill? No. <sighs> Go on. It has to be the other guy. Tim Cahill. Point to you, sir. I am us. Oh, I went for... Now, the, the other one... What this, year was Tim Cahill? The, the other one, this is his career path. <laughs> um, 20 to Fulham, to Leicester on Lawn, to Watford, and then loads of random clubs. He was like playing for Fulham. So he started off at FC20? He's at, yeah, he was at Fulham for 2004 to 2009, scoring 95 goals. 95 goals? No, no, 95 appearances, 20 goals for Fulham. Oh. oh. Uh, Collins John? Yeah. Oh, Good shit, knowledge. man. Wow. Nice ball knowledge. That was impressive. Ooh. That was good, that. And do you know they used to have a player called John Collins? Yeah. Look at my neck. So... 
City, uh, KDB to Erling Haaland combination now ranks second in Premier League history for most goals uh, with eight then between them. So uh, combina- combined together, I should say. Wait, Which, wait, wait, wait. Say that again. So KDB to Haaland has uh, now the second most combined, like, combination goals in Premier League history. Which current two Premier League football. players? It's so obvious. Kane and Son. Name it. Technique is starting to Kane, but I'll give you it. Well, that was... Well, you said so obvious instead of buzzing, so... Yeah, but I thought the question was going to be a little bit more. Well, oh, well, that. you should have buzzed then. Yeah, yeah you can't say it's so obvious instead of buzzing and then complain. <laughs> and also, can I just say he should have got it the right way round? Technically, yeah. But oh, grow. <laughs> oh, mate, why is that even a question? Why Dex, didn't you get it right then? You should Dex. have said who's third on the list. You should have got it right. <laughs> oh, you're dumb, dumb. Right, um, Michael Silva was the third manager to visit Goodison Park after previously taking charge of Everton in the Premier League. After who? So, which other players? Football this season. So, Michael Silva was the third manager to visit Goodison Park after previously taking charge there. Uh, Premier League. League. Oh no, Lampard's after, isn't he? So uh, it's, it's not like it's not who was managing prior him. It's like who's like sort of re- no, so who, yeah. who's, who's managed, managed there and then, then going to manage someone. Like, yeah, um, Sam Allardyce, Marathon no. Bottle. Mar- that was me. No, Bottle. that was me. That was me. That was me. Bottle. I didn't have my two guesses. Is it only one of them? Is really? Is it David Moyes? David Moyes. The other one, I may as well just tell you. To be fair, give us a clue. He has managed Oldham, Everton, Man City. Joe Royal. Good shit, man. What well, bird? There we have it. Is that the quiz? Yeah, man. That was a quiz. Wow. Oh, one shock. Yeah, but the mm. Kane someone I was a bit fuming about, to be honest. I, I, mate, I called Collins John. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's the two, that, 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 that <laughs> You're and, my uh, little encyclopedia, you are. I quite yeah. like it. Guys, that's the end of the show. If you enjoyed it, make sure you drop a like and subscribe. Rory, thanks as always for coming on. Absolute pleasure. No Link in the description down below. And as, as, as we all know and love, if you want to have a shot of winning a quarter of a million quid, download Super 6 right now and join our mini league using the code PTCHS6 or use the link in the description down below. And we see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.